You're listening to The Red Tales, the Red by Moddy Body podcast, which candidly celebrates the messy and iconic parts of our teenage years and our bodies. From juggling changing friendship groups, dealing with first heartbreaks, and waking up to changing body parts, our teenage years are filled with the most defining and often cringeworthy moments of our lives. Luckily, we're not alone. Red by Moddy Body is sustainable, easy to use, period underwear for tweens and teens. It gives us the best protection against period leaks and stains so we can ditch pads and get on with living our best lives. I'm Sasha Meany, your host, and every fortnight I'll be joined by a young Aussie who isn't afraid to open up about the all-too-relatable moments from their teenage years and how they lived to tell the tale. Have you ever felt sad one moment, extremely outraged the next, and then incredibly elated all in one day. I have. There was one particular day where I felt like I was in a constant state of transient haze. My whole family was sitting on the couch, watching TV, and all I could do was go in and out of the living room, crying hysterically about everything that was wrong in the world. It took a while for me to figure out why I was constantly cycling between different emotions, but then I learned that mood swings were a totally normal part of having my period. If you're someone who bleeds, then you're likely to have experienced an assortment of period-related symptoms such as mood swings. Someone else who understands what it's like to go through a roller coaster of emotions is Imogen Howe. How are you going today? I'm well. This is all very strange doing it online, but very happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And you're here to talk today about your first period, but also kind of the mood swings and the emotions that happen not just like the biological stuff, but how you're feeling. So do you want to tell us about your first period? I would love to. Um, I was in year six um, and at the time I didn't know anyone who openly had their period, who had spoken about it. Um, the day I got it, I was actually flying to Melbourne to see my uncle and auntie um, with my brother and I spent the day with my dad before. So I wasn't with anyone who had a period or had any idea about periods. So I spent the whole day on the phone to my mum saying, you know, what do I need? What's a tampon? What's a pad? Um, got to Melbourne and my auntie actually, you know, didn't believe modern medicine at the time. So she was force feeding me all these herbs and each to their own, but it did not help my, um, my symptoms or whatever you want to call them at the time. I get very painful periods. So, um, Everything was heightened. I had really bad cramps, really sore back. Um, it was just very confusing and very overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. And did those symptoms happen kind of immediately after you, you got your first period or did they like an hour later, two hours later? Um, I think when I got my period, I was actually on set filming a commercial. Um, oh. Yeah. So I – felt like my stomach it still happens to this day I get sore in my stomach before I actually start bleeding um and then I feel very heavy around my like lower stomach uterus area um after that immediately I noticed I was more anxious um and kind of more agitated I at the commercial I had to keep running the same thing over and over and over again and I was getting so frustrated by it but you know it wasn't to do with me it was just they needed all the takes and 
usually I'd be fine doing that because it's more time on set, it's more experience, but I just, everything was building up, I think, at the time. Um, so, yeah, it was usually my different symptoms come in at different times in my period. Mm, interesting. And did you know while you were on set that the period had happened already or was this something you found out after the commercial? Filming? So I was actually wearing pyjamas that they'd given me um, and obviously had my undies on underneath, but I went to the toilet and was like, oh, my God, what is that? Um, and as I said, I was with my dad. He came to set with me and he had to run off and he's on the phone buying stuff for me and, you know, on set you don't want to be like, oh, I just had my first period. Like it's it, it was, you know, stigmatised enough at that time that I didn't really feel comfortable talking about it with anyone. So as I said, it was very overwhelming. And you went straight from that to flying to, Melbourne. to visit your family. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And how have your emotions and those symptoms changed as you know, your period started occurring more often and you started becoming more used to or not used to a cycle? Um, when I was younger, I definitely felt more anxious, I think. Um, and I think half of that was to do with, you know, the embarrassment of having my period at a young age and not openly talking about it with friends. Um, anxiety was probably my biggest thing from year six to maybe year nine. Um, I did, as I said, find myself getting very snappy. So I almost had a um, progression um, with my period. I'd get snappy the two days or before and when I started my period, anxious for like three days after that. Um, and then when I was younger as well, I have two days coming off the end of my period where I was really upset. I found now as I've regulated my pill and if I'm taking it, you know, every day and making sure that's the same every month that I kind of still get my anxiety um, and I tend to be more clingy to people. Like I just want to be around people and talking to people all the time, which for my personality, you can definitely tell a shift when I'm on my period. But that's probably the biggest thing that as it's regulated, I've definitely noticed all my symptoms, mood swings, cramps, back pain, they've all kind of I don't know if it's me managing it better um, or if it's just they've slowly reduced a little bit. When did you start going? You mentioned you started going on the pill in year nine, mm -hmm. but what kind of instigated going on the pill? Was it you were saying something about your cramps? Was it because of the cramps or? Uh, yeah, well, it was the pain. Every time I had my period, I'd have to go down to what we called sister, so like our healthcare centre, just because, you know, I'd take a neurofin, it wouldn't subside. I'd need to go down, sit down, have a heat pack, um, and it was just really inconvenient, I think. And I'd never know when it was coming. And uh, I'm a dancer, so that was not very ideal. You know, showing up to a performance, you don't want to bleed through a leotard, um, which unfortunately has happened a few times. <laughs> so it was more for that, just to regulate it for myself. As you said, the security in, in knowing, okay, it's going to come on this day of each month. You can plan for it. Or, you know, if I had a performance, then I'd be able to take an extra week of active pills and then take my sugar pills. So I could kind of control when it was going to come. And it doesn't work for everyone. It just happened to really work for me, which is great. Mm -hmm. And have you been off and on on the pill or have you just been on this? You Have you been on the same brand consistently? I was on the same brand for from year nine to my second year of uni. 
And then I actually found it was really affecting my mood. I felt incredibly low. Um, and I don't – sometimes it just changes as you mature. Um, but I found it really affecting my mood. It started bringing me down instead of helping me kind of stay up a little bit um, and help with my anxieties. So, yeah, end of second year, I went off the pill for six months. My irregularity came back, so I, I had no idea when it was coming and I was studying dance. And acting, so that again wasn't ideal. Um, made the decision to move pills and went up a dosage, and now that's really helped. Um, with that upping the dosage as well, I've really found my anxiety slowly slipping away, which is great. Wow, it sounds like you're very in tune with your body and how your body is affecting your mind. And I imagine that's somewhat from dance, but also like, how do you check in with yourself? How, are you, how do you have that ability to check in with yourself? Keep a diary. <laughs> I have a period <laughs> diary. Um, I used to do it by hand. Now there are all these really handy apps. Um, you can literally go on and click, I woke up feeling this. And if there's a change in your mood, you can say, now I feel this, or I ate this, or I'm craving this. Um, it really helps just to see it on paper going, okay, well, three months in a row, before I get my period, I'm so angry. I wake up just wanting to like punch a pillow. Um, and then three days in, I might go, wow, I feel really anxious. Like I need to go and do some yoga or something. And if you're mapping that out consistently, it's so easy to go, okay, I feel really angry right now. My period's coming tomorrow. Interesting. Yeah. It's the best way to do it. I think as soon as you, you can see how it's affecting you and in turn, it'll affect other people. Um, it's, it's a good way to visualize it, know how to manage it and yeah, it makes it a lot easier. Cause I complete, like I get so anxious and I find mm. that means I start panic calling people and being like, why don't you care about me the way I care about you? <laughs> and it's, <laughs> I just, I can, does, has it changed then? Like, cause now you're aware, has it changed how you behave towards other people? Are you making active choices or is it more just the awareness that my period is coming, this is normal? Uh, a bit of both. I, it depends on the person, I think. Um, with my family, I'm sure many people are like this free reign, you act how you act, they'll love you no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> so they cop a lot of my anxiety, my anger, um, everything. <laughs> Um, same with my boyfriend, <laughs> oh. um, but friends, I think I will definitely, if I know I'm on my period, I'll make an active effort to just be a little bit nicer. Or if they say something I don't like, I'll just try and let it go a little bit more than I would day to day. Cause I know as soon as I start, I'm not going to stop, you know, it's, mm. it's good luck to everyone when I'm on my period really. <laughs> <laughs> and you mentioned like when I start, I don't know what I'm going to stop. Mm. Do you have methods of making yourself stop if you feel yourself spiraling? Um, I find breath work's great. Um, exercise is great. I don't always feel like exercising when I'm on my period because um, I usually, as I said, I feel quite heavy in my stomach. Um, but I always find as soon as I get out, go for a walk, clear my head, it's lets everything else melt away and I realise, okay, well, Maybe he didn't actually say it that way. It's just me taking it that way. <laughs> um, I always think exercise is great for everyone, though. In terms of, you know, if you want to clear your head, go and do some exercise. 
Do you mind touching on the breath work? Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people have specific things that they do. And as you mentioned, you're a singer dancer and such. So you probably are more in touch with uh, your breath. What mm-hmm. kind of breath work do you do? I just like really basic stuff. Um, you know, if I'm angry, I don't tend to go and do all my um, singer breath work, but just laying in semi-supine, so on your back with your knees up, um, whether that's on a chair or on the floor, depends on my back pain if I'm on my period. Um, in for eight, hold for eight, out for eight. Best way for me to like slow my anxiety, which I said I still feel because of my period, even with the pill, um, even with years of the pill, I find that's the best way to calm down. Mm, mm. And do you talk about, did you talk about strategies with anybody around you, with your mom or, you know, or with a professional? How did you sort through those feelings at a very young age um, and figure out what works best for you? Probably initially it was conversations with my mum. We kind of worked out the the best way to deal with it and the irregularity was having a period pack with me, um, pads, tampons, Nurofen, Panadol, things I thought I'd need if, you know, a change of undies, things I'd need if I randomly got my period um, or if I got it where I wasn't coming home for a few days or anything like that. Um, And then, as I said, it wasn't really spoken about when I was, younger probably not until I was well into high school really um and obviously everyone develops at different ages so it's totally normal to get it young but I think that was a bit of a stigma around it yeah did you want someone to break that ice or I think I would have loved that yeah and I had a lot of older friends who obviously had been through it and you know we're just never spoken about and I guess I probably didn't have the courage to say anything but I guarantee yeah. they, they were the same way, you know. I think it is about someone breaking the ice and just saying everyone gets it. It's very normal. You develop in your own time. Everyone gets different symptoms. We're all in it together. Mm-hmm. And I guess with those feelings of anxiety and stuff, I don't know, it's up to you whether or not you want to share, but um, do you – do you find that this heightened awareness of your anxiety when you're on your period has helped you notice, I guess, maybe triggers in your ordinary life or taught you how to manage just daily stresses better? Um, I'm definitely aware of things. I know exactly when I'm going to start getting anxious. I don't always control it as well as I could. Um, I have bad social anxiety, which doesn't really help. Particularly when I'm on my period, it's just double whammy. Um, and previously I have just tried to avoid situations, which isn't a great way to deal with it. But I think even noticing that in myself is is a good thing. Um, daily stresses, as I said, I'm a very anxious person. Um, being aware of your breath, being aware of things that just help calm you down, I think is the best way to deal with it. I don't like to preempt when I'm going to get anxious and I do, I am aware of my triggers, but you know, you're going to walk down the street. There's going to be 10 triggers. You just, you got to learn how to deal with it as opposed to eliminating triggers. I find. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what you said about being aware is also, it's half the journey is like Mm. being conscious of it and deciding for yourself in that moment, what's right for you, because it's not always going to be right for you to remove yourself 
so you have to have like a number of options thought out and available to you that's going to help you through it don't you think I think that's something I definitely learned with my period as well you know as I said I didn't use a tampon until I was in year eight year nine and if we were swimming at school I just wouldn't swim and Mm. eventually you know I was at the beach one day and went you know what I just want to go in the water and instead of (laughs) removing myself from the situation like I had been previously I just went you know what you got to do it you got to face mm. it sometime and mm, sure. put it in once you can put it in a thousand times you know <laughs> <laughs> oh it still gives me I don't I can't do it I can't do I don't, it honestly my biggest fear is it getting you know pulling it out and the string coming out and and the rest of it being left in there and you know <laughs> oh gosh yeah. god what what has this experience taught you about yourself? Like, how do you view yourself in the context of not only your emotions, but still having to keep going on in society? What have you learned about yourself? Um, I think I've learned that anxiety kind of rules my life a little bit and it encourages me to face more challenges. Um, That's good. And that, well, that's purely from every time I'd have my period, I'd try and avoid social situations, avoid the water. And I think it, it has definitely taught me to push through those things. Um, and in just keeping a diary, keeping a record of my anxiety, it, it makes me look at it and go, wow, that's a lot of the situations that I go, oh, they really upset me. It's just me being upset and acting a certain way because of how my hormones are feeling on the day. And yeah. It's just, it's being aware, like you said, being aware is half the journey and then you get to choose whether you want to change it or how to manage it or, you know, for me going on the pill and then changing pills because it wasn't working for me. It just, it really helps you check in with yourself, which I think is so important, particularly in a world that's, you know, so ruled by things like social media and not being able to escape and have your own space. It's, really good to just go right down a cable. This is making me feeling this way and either I'll avoid it or I'll face it tomorrow. Mm, No, that's great advice. And beyond, um, beyond journaling and writing things down, what advice would you give to others who are experiencing really intense mood swings? Talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as I said, I wish someone would just say at the time, we're all going through it. If you want to talk to your friends, you want to talk to your mom, your auntie, your grandma, I would recommend girls because, you know, we're the ones with the periods, we're the ones with the mood swings. Um, And if you don't have someone in your life you can talk to, go see a counsellor or a therapist or talk to a cat or a dog, you know, just someone to listen and someone to voice those emotions to. It Mm. helps tenfold. Mm. Just to get it out of the body, like, into yeah. the air <laughs> and as soon as it is you can look at it from a different perspective and go oh that's why I was feeling that way or you know oh that's why I snapped at that person for giving me orange instead of apple juice <laughs> <laughs> you never know <laughs> you never know well thank you so much for sharing all your um coping mechanisms and also your story about managing yourself and your body i think that's incredible and there's so much we can learn from that attitude thank you appreciate it thanks for having me premenstrual syndrome aka pms refers to the physical and emotional symptoms that people who bleed receive in the lead up to their period 
it usually happens in the week before your period and can last up to seven days after your period starts. Physical symptoms of PMS can appear in many different ways. You may feel really bloated, get sore boobs or get painful headaches. Your appetite may change and you might all of a sudden crave a whole tub of ice cream or binge a giant chocolate bar. Don't worry, we've all been there. But apart from the physical symptoms, the rise and fall of our hormones during our period can also make us feel a whole roller coaster of emotions. One moment you feel like you're on top of the world and the next you're bursting into tears at the drop of the hat and wailing about all the injustice in this world. Again, we've all been there. The physical symptoms of PMS and the emotional highs and lows means it's also normal for you to feel a drop in your self-esteem and even get anxious around this time of the month. It can also feel incredibly exhausting to soar between great heights and miserable lows in such a short space of time. Because PMS varies from person to person, there's no one-size-fits-all treatment, but there are some lifestyle changes you can adopt to help you deal with PMS. Firstly, it's always a good idea to track your symptoms so you know if it's linked to your cycle. Nowadays, there are plenty of period diary apps you can download onto your phone to remind you when your next period will start and will even let you record your own symptoms. You can note down any time you feel sudden changes in your mood, cramps or headaches. By tracking your symptoms, you can start to get an idea of what to expect every time you're about to have your period. Secondly, getting seven to eight hours of sleep is vital during our time of the month. Sleep helps our body repair itself so you can feel refreshed the next day and it can help us combat the fatigue we usually feel. As tempting as it is to binge on donuts and ice cream during our period, high sugar foods can wreak havoc on our energy levels and really affect our mood and skin. Instead, maintaining a well-balanced diet will actually work wonders for our bodies and minds. Eating lots of protein with healthy fats like avocados can help decrease inflammation and reduce muscle cramps. Now you finally have a guilt-free excuse to order smashed avo the next time you go for brunch. Remember friends, you're not alone in experiencing PMS. It's just a natural part of growing up and experiencing puberty. If you're ever worried about your symptoms, don't be afraid to talk to someone you trust who can help you consult a medical professional. Thanks for listening to The Red Tales, the Red by Moddy Body podcast. If you enjoyed tuning into today's episode, related a bit too much to the story, or learned something new, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. If you're curious about how Red by Moddy Body underwear protects you against period leaks and you'd love to give it a try, visit the Red by Moddy Body website at moddybody.com red. You can even join the Red Squad by signing up on our website to receive exclusive VIP offers. Because you've tuned into our podcast today, we're giving you a special offer that's exclusive only to our podcast listeners. Simply use our special code PODCAST and you'll get a 10% discount on any Red product, excluding bundles. Lastly, to keep up with all things Red, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Red by Remember, life is messy, but your period doesn't have to be.